I'm Noah. And I'm Ben. And you're listening to Product Journey. How's it going, Ben? Hey, Noah. How you doing, man? I'm fine. Good. I'm doing pretty good as well. You feel like uh, you're enjoying life? Yeah, and um, I think you had uh, Thanksgiving over there, right? So we haven't talked in a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, Thanksgiving is a pretty big, I guess, U.S. holiday. Just basically, it's it's pretty much mostly about getting together with family and spending time with family and being thankful for stuff and just eating lots of turkey. So it was good. <laughs> yes, <laughs> eating, eating lots of turkey sounds good. Um, yeah. So yeah, I had a bit of bit of a relaxing time as well we um on black friday actually we went for for a huge hiking adventure with the entire company and we just basically spent like six to eight hours in the woods (laughs) so that was fun wow that's pretty hardcore for a company like yeah i feel like there's probably a lot of people that wouldn't enjoy (laughs) that (laughs) we i mean we had some like we we had some breaks in between uh eating some cake (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hiking and cake yes it wasn't that like it it wasn't like doing sports <laughs> yeah yeah so uh how how are things how do you feel like things are going with playground um i'm still in developer mode i feel like i haven't um haven't really tried to get people on board yet however i feel like last time we talked was uh i'm pretty glad we talked about it because it's it just opened my eyes that i should not like plan too far ahead i guess um uh-huh. so i'm just really polishing stuff and trying Take to step by step yeah trying to write some tests right now um so that it's nice. just um just really solid when i when i introduce the first people to it and then probably like next week or the week after just try getting first people on board and also like uh Maybe we should try to move <laughs> move our conversations to a play group. Yeah. That uh I wanna maybe we could focus a little bit on the first thing you said. You're writing mm-hmm. some tests. Um I feel like a lot of so entrepreneurs always question like, should I write <laughs> tests? Um and it's kind of like a debate amongst <laughs> developers because you know a lot of developers feel like it is a uh i don't know just kind of a waste of time in some ways (laughs) or not worth it what's your thought on tests so i think they're very boring (laughs) (laughs) i I don't enjoy writing them um but i know that in the long run i'll probably thank myself that i have written them (laughs) um like if you especially if this is going to be a project that i have to maintain for a longer time and that I want to develop mm-hmm. new features on, I feel that I I just, it just also helps me sleep better because I know that I'm not breaking stuff. That really needs to work. And I feel with team communication and stuff that companies should pay money for, I just want to make very sure that the, like it all just, it should just all work. <laughs> so that yeah. just, I don't know, feels feels a little better if I know that the basic functionality will still work as I um, as I continue to add features to it. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not really enjoying it, but it's it's a bit of a chore, but I have to do it, I guess. I'm not writing yeah. like it's I'm basically writing tests for the for the core features and not everything, like not trying to get to 100% coverage probably. Um but yeah, just like so that that I have a good feeling about the code base. Yeah, so 
do you feel like you've like with tests i don't know on probably on past projects where you feel like tests really saved you like if you didn't have them you would have something bad would have happened um i did have a situation on my day job i guess where um where we almost shipped something to production um that was caught by a test so that was that was pretty good because it was a huge like it's probably the biggest product i've ever worked on i had multiple like just to give an impression um multiple docker containers glued together um and that's probably a scenario where tests can be really helpful um just so that you know that everything is working as expected when dealing with microservices and all of them have their own tests and yeah that's that was pretty good but apart from that i think for like for smaller projects actually the scale of of playgroup right now is probably not justifying the tests but um yeah 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 i could maybe see that and i think that's kind of the argument that a lot of solo entrepreneurs will have is like i'm the one that's writing this code so it's like you kind of know everything is going on in a lot of ways and it's typically when it's a solo entrepreneur it's not going to be like a ginormous project yeah and so then it's like is it worth it because uh yeah usually you can kind of just work through it yourself (laughs) um but I i could see definitely long term it would make sense to eventually do that Um, I guess my experience with tests like during my like on my day job and stuff on a team is like I feel like it never really works out that well (laughs) like (laughs) like we always are like all right we're gonna write a lot of tests we're gonna make this happen we're gonna have like a new initiative to do a lot of unit testing Mm -hmm. and then we we focus on it for like a couple months it's all done like okay everything's good we have lots of tests for things that are important and stuff and then probably like five months after that it's like <laughs> oh, <laughs> one yeah, of the okay. test works let's comment out this junk <laughs> so that we don't have to keep messing with it and it's just like i think the problem is is it does take some time to keep them up and you have to be really yeah. like disciplined on it yeah that's true and the problem is is that you know your managers or whatever like you know <laughs> business managers over top of you like it's not a priority at that point like later in time it's just like okay we have these important things that we need to get done we can't think about the test right now yeah and it just always becomes a a problem and i feel like for the projects i worked on it they basically always eventually just are kind of just not helpful (laughs) (laughs) which i don't think that means that don't test or it's not right it's just like it just never worked out for some reason like i think they're like and I, an ideal, it seems like this should really be a good way to do things and it should work. Yeah. But it just, it's hard to get there, I think. Yeah. Especially what you just said about having project managers. Um, <laughs> because what, like, they, I've been in that situation and they basically go, like, yeah, but the customer's not paying you to write tests. They just want, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> they just want the results. They oh, just man. want the features, um, which I get. But especially if you're like, I don't know if you're managing a um, a team of developers and you're like the lead developer on that team. I feel that's the position where you should push back against that and just make sure yeah, that, yeah. That, are, that people are still writing tests. But yeah, I get it. It's, it's hard. Yeah. So right now in my current team, we have tests and they're running, they're working. We, we use continuous integration. So they're running through those every time we, you know, do a pull requests Mm -hmm. and merge and so i mean it's we have a system down and like our tests are good but like 
from what I've seen, like, I feel like we hardly have, we don't have that many tests. And for new stuff, we're not writing tests currently. Mm -hmm. We just have like these old tests (laughs) that we're working with that. So I'm not really sure how much coverage they really give, Mm -hmm. but they just kind of, in some ways, even though we, at least I don't know how much coverage they give, it just like makes you feel good that you have tests (laughs) running, (laughs) but it's like, I don't know if there's if it's really that good, but you feel yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if nothing changes about the code that that is actually being tested, like yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, tests. That's that's quite a topic to yeah. jump into. But I think that's interesting that you're writing those for playgroup. Yeah, I'm forcing myself right now. <laughs> um. Anyway. Yeah. Um, you've been testing other stuff. <laughs> yeah, I've been testing people, people's yeah. minds. Let's talk about that. So yeah, last I'm excited episode, <laughs> you, <laughs> last episode, you pushed me to talk to a user and start doing yes. the mom test kind of stuff, which was kind of my strategy. <laughs> and so I definitely felt like, ah, I got to go do this. And it was good because... I think it really did help me just to start and so (laughs) basically i went out to the one the the really the first guy i knew i'm gonna talk to this guy he's kind of a friend i've gotten to know a little bit but he's definitely um been in this space of like customer feedback where to go with direction and stuff he's worked on a team and a startup that's dealt with this Mm -hmm. and so i had an interview with him um like a couple days after we recorded the last episode and it went really well i think um um so I think his personality, like he has like a, just a very, op- he's a very open personality. And so like, it, it was really nice because he was just like very open about all the problems and all the things that he's dealt with in this. And he was just very open about how his company's dealt with it. And um, it was really valuable, I think. Um, and he was just very willing to share and we ended up talking, I think, for like an hour and 20 <laughs> minutes of him just talking. Oh, that's a lot. And um, yeah, I think the mom test really worked well because it really did kind of give me a perspective of just like, okay, I have these questions that I've kind of prepared and I'm going to ask them. Mm-hmm. And really, I'm just going to listen. Like, I'm just going to hear what he's gone through i'm not gonna like inject myself into this and say my own opinions and stuff i'm just going to try to listen for as many data points as i can (laughs) and i think that was really helpful uh it was really just a good framework i think to do a customer interview in sweet so um did you like did you go there um like in person and when you like when you got there did you like did you take notes or did you try to record what he said so you yeah so I think he lives like half an hour from me, but Uh just with the busyness, we still just did like a FaceTime call (laughs) Um, so I could see him. I I do want to do some in-person ones for sure, Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, it just worked out best for the situation. But I did take notes, so I kind of, you know, was typing as we went and trying to make it so it wasn't like obvious that (laughs) I was taking notes and that he... Yeah, so that he didn't feel like I wasn't paying attention or something. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you could probably also record what he's saying, right? That's true. Like if you ask, I guess him for me, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, you just have to have the time to go back through it, I yeah, guess. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um So, yeah, I think I, I think this one went real really well. I could see where it could just really depend on really the person you're interviewing, like if they're not open or if they don't really want to talk, um where this guy was definitely very uh, good at answering the questions and going deep into it. Like, I mean, he wanted to be helpful. So I think just he wanted to be really helpful. And so I could definitely see it's not like, oh, just because the mom test, everything's amazing. I think it's it's a lot of it is probably due <laughs> to him as well. So it'll be interesting to see as I start to do this with other people, like how it how it goes. So yeah, that sounds like a pretty good first interviewee because like you didn't have to dig that much to to basically surface what you are looking for, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. So anything you want to go into detail about the actual like the um, like the actual questions, or should we just um, should we, should we wait with <laughs> with that basically until you have some more? Um, I mean, we could go into it a little bit. I mean, I have a lot of questions, and I think my plan. So let's see, I have probably like 20 or no, 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 like 15, 10 to 15 questions that I go through. Mm -hmm. And I I do like follow up questions that are kind of, you know, dynamic, depending on where the conversation goes, wanting to go deeper. But those are kind of just like 10 base questions that I can start from. Yeah. Um, And I and I try to and I guess my goal is to try to hit all of those in some way. Mm Um. So, let's see. Maybe we can just dive into one of these and just it'd be interesting to talk about. So, the one my first question is, how do you make decisions on the direction to take the company? Ooh. And <laughs> so his uh his answer was basically, so he's he's kind of like uh one of the lead kind of developers on the team. Um, but there's founders, there's like three founders. And so he said that mostly what the company does is the founders kind of, uh, plan and map things out. And so like, they'll go off on trips and like kind of do like offsites discussing together or something. And then they'll kind of come back to the team and be like, okay, this is what we want to do. <laughs> yeah. And, um, he said that one of the founders has, <laughs> it was interesting. He said basically how the startup got going and like got customers was one of the founders had a lot of rich friends. <laughs> <laughs> and uh he basically utilized those relationships to just get lots of connections and basically start connections with different businesses and mm-hmm. start yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of interesting. It was like, okay, that seems like that probably won't be applicable to applicable to all the people that i want to work with but uh, (laughs) um so he said that his his uh the founders like they kind of make decisions really based on metrics like they did a ton of research and they uh found a lot of data on like how so actually maybe help with a little bit of context um this company basically makes like makes it really easy for uh, families to make wills Mm -hmm. um and so basically they they first started out just with tons of data on how people use wills and stuff like that like they didn't actually go out to 
users and talk to people like they just more started with data so that was kind of interesting um with how they use direction for that but then he kind of talked about how which is getting more into kind of what i want to help with is you know user feedback for businesses and how that directs companies yeah he said how they really struggled because they weren't utilizing that and so eventually they started doing that and it was like a game changer for the startup. Like hmm. they, they, they added um, basically like in-app support where customers could message them about they're stuck in something or they didn't know how to do whatever. Oh, yeah. And he said once they added that, like they started getting actual feedback from users and it was like they actually knew where to go. So that was kind of cool because that's kind of basically i'm trying to validate that this is something that businesses need that they really need to talk to their users and they need tools to help them do that in some way obviously like again i don't know the specifics of where i want to dive into that Mm -hmm. but it was definitely cool to see that they had problems with this where they literally like didn't know where to go and they were kind of uh, lost until they actually started implementing some tools that yeah. helped their business um, with user feedback. So did they, and that's probably an interesting question for you as well, did they like try building an in-house solution or did they actually like pay money for something to gather that feedback? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they they actually did use an in-house solution uh, that they built themselves. And I think... Um, they might have used oh what's it called not it's like drift or one of the ones where it's like messaging in the web app that a lot of yeah, people yeah. use now um i think they started out with that but then really they so they they have a mobile app and they really wanted like an integrated mm, yeah. part of the app yeah okay. and so that's what they they built and he said like they would maybe consider moving to something else like uh, in the future because it's really bare bones what they built. Um, like I think that their support people have to use their phone to reply back. <laughs> like they don't have like a dashboard or anything like that. Yeah. Cause they just, you know, didn't have the time to build it. Um, so it's interesting. So yeah. So yeah, little nuggets like that is what I kind of got out from some of these questions. Um, that sounds but yeah, for, pretty good already. <laughs> yeah. So, like, from that, uh, just, to like, to share a little bit how, like, I tried to create the uh, questions. Like, oh, I yeah. basically tried to start out generally. And so, like, that first question is, like, how do you make decisions about the direction? Like, it's very, like, they could kind of, it's pretty open. Like, they could go anywhere with that. But then I try to dive more into specifically, like, customer feedback. Like, how are you using customer feedback? Um, like, does that help you with the um, decisions that you have to make? Like, how do you organize it? And, like, going more deep deep into mm-hmm. feedback. But I try to start it out as more generic just to see, like, like basically, I don't want to have questions that are, leading them to talk about something that they don't really even do or yeah that's like not really relevant so like if i think if you start out with questions that are more generic and just kind of open-ended and letting them first talk so that then you can kind of go deeper into a specific part i think that seems to make sense and work pretty well so yeah just like the mom test says right 
Like, I mean, they right. don't, but yeah, try not to force anything on the people. <laughs> right. And so then I, with the questions, I try to dive into target customers. Like, do they think about who their target customers are? Do they make decisions based on that? Um, how do they learn about their target customers? And then from there, I try to dive into how do they see that they get product market fit? Like, do they think they have product market fit? How do they uh-huh. use metrics to decide that? And then do they use kind of some of the feedback stuff that we probably talked about to help them get product market fit? So those are kind of the three areas I, I'm trying to jump into and learn about is, yeah, customer feedback, target customers, and then product market fit. Um, cause those are kind of like the three, I guess, pillars around the problem that I'm interested in solving. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of the plan with the, the mom test questions right now. That sounds pretty awesome. So, um, I have one thought because I just, I think just yesterday I read this tweet from Arvid Karl. I hope, hope that's, that's how you pronounce it. Um, who was talking, um, who was answering a post on Indie Hackers, um, where he mentioned the term continuous validation. And I think that's just, um, that's something that fits very well to, to what's in your head right now. Um, and something that you could like probably incorporate, um, maybe even into your questions i don't know like how how are companies um over time trying to you know keep in touch with their customers and try to continuously Mm -hmm. validate basically if they have product market fit and if they are still going to the right direction it's just very i just really like the term (laughs) yeah i think that's a good i think the idea of doing continuous validation is really good idea and i think i don't think well my guess at least from what I've seen is that companies don't really do it. Like (laughs) once you get to product market fit, a lot of people are like, we've made it. And uh, now (laughs) we can just keep doing what we're doing. I guess, I guess probably most businesses are pretty good about once they kind of bring in something new or a new feature or something about getting some feedback about it. But um, yeah, I think that's like interesting to keep on, validating kind of your core beliefs about your product of like are they still true is do people still want this like maybe the market's shifted or changed um in a lot of ways i think what i'm gonna build would kind of be basically yeah towards getting companies to continuously validate um because in a lot of ways my target customers are going to be businesses that maybe already have product market fit like they're already you know making money and doing well because those are the businesses that can pay (laughs) (laughs) but that doesn't mean that they don't need to validate what they're doing anymore yeah right um, they could actually get more benefit if if they continue to validate stuff so yeah i'll just that just crossed my mind so um did you did you already like do you have already do you do you already have uh more interviews lined up and did you try asking for for other people that you could talk to yeah um so i basically asked him after i interviewed him like hey do you have anyone else that (laughs) you know has some thoughts about this stuff that would be interested in talking to me and he had two people in mind um so that was really cool yeah sweet and so i 
he gave me their contacts and I messaged both of them and I have uh, meetings set up with both of them. So that's awesome. That it's is like, nice. If this keeps working, <laughs> I will exponentially grow the number of people I can talk to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I actually have a meeting with one tomorrow. And then I reached out randomly to two other people that I thought would be a good fit uh-huh. to talk to. One of those is actually uh, kind of a bootstrapper. Um, his company's kind of in the bootstrapper circles. So some people might know of it. It's uh, Honey Badger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm talking to one of their founders about this. Actually, later today, I have a meeting with him. Oh, sweet. <laughs> so, yeah, that would be cool. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. The The cool thing I've kind of seen that's been different compared to when I was selling, like doing sales kind of stuff for <laughs> Coffee Pass mm-hmm. was just... Well, so far, I've had a 100% acceptance rate of people <laughs> wanting to do interviews. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. And so, like, yeah, when you're selling, like, you definitely don't see that. <laughs> yeah. So I can almost see in some way, like, almost similar to, like, creating an audience, but more so, like, creating connections, I guess. Like, creating connections with companies that could possibly yeah. be a customer a lot later down the road. Like, just doing interview customer interviews because they're more likely to say yes than hey i want to sell you this thing (laughs) (laughs) um and then you have that connection to maybe better utilize later um because yeah i've been kind of surprised like people are they're all for helping i guess and i i I think that's the main differentiator is if you kind of go to them and say like hey i'm working on this problem i think you would have some good expertise in this and have some good advice for me i'd like to talk to you like i think i don't know i think people like to kind of hear that i guess yeah um and they're they're more willing to help so yeah that's been great so it's been cool sweet um so is there anything else we should talk about uh i don't think that i don't think so i think that's pretty much it um for me with the mom test stuff it's been it's been fun kind of diving into it and trying to learn some more so yeah it's been good so let's wrap it up um sounds good all right see you next week